You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. It's time for the Dragon Con Report, a podcast dedicated to help newcomers and veterans prepare for the upcoming annual convention in downtown Atlanta. With interviews, advice, and news from the pros and fans alike, be careful, you never know, you might actually learn something. Howdy, everyone, and welcome to the seventh episode of the 2021 Dragon Con Report, celebrating 35 years of Dragon Con. I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and I'm pleased to introduce you to the rest of our station crew, starting, of course, with director Mike Faber. Can you believe it? We are now just a stone's throw away from Dragon Con. It's, I'm amazed. It's, I'm floored how quickly this whole summer has already gone. Mid-July, and Dragon Con is less than, you know, 50 days from now. I'm just like, I, I don't know what to do with myself right now. <laughs> it's, it is crazy. It's one of those things where I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of the, I'm sort of fighting the denial that it's actually going to happen. Um, we also have Darren back with us. Howdy, everybody. What's up? Howdy, sir. Uh, now, I think you've said before on the podcast, I just want to be clear, uh, <laughs> no new no new costumes for you, correct, this year? No, no new costumes for me, no. Not gotcha. this year. Gotcha. Okay, not so, this year. So not, not, not anything that you're, like, you know, racing I, to prepare for. I, I'm too fat to play Vision. <laughs> and and so nothing else really new has come out in the in the interim for a guy except for Red Guardian and that is way too I was going to say Red Guardian. Intricate. I was going to say <laughs> Red Guardian. Too, it is way too intricate to do leather work at this point in the summer. That's not going to happen in Atlanta in the heat of uh September. No. <laughs> uh we are also very glad to have Jen back with us. Hello. How how are you and how is your costume going? I was going to try and take it easy this year, but now I have five costumes and four of them. Four of four of them are new. <laughs> uh, you've been you've been inspired over the last month. Um, no, well, let's see. Uh, one of them I, I've known I was going to make since last year. I just you know didn't start it because I didn't have to. It is the costumer's uh, way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and another one or two other ones. Uh, me and a few other people decided to do group costumes and we decided on those about six months ago. And then two weeks ago, I decided on the fifth one because I was like, Oh, huh. That's kind of easy. So <laughs> that'll probably be the most, that'll probably be the one most with problems. No, uh, me and the hubs are going to be variants. Cause you know, that is probably going to be the number one costume. at Dragon <laughs> That <laughs> is. Yeah. Everybody's just going to slap a variant sticker on their back and say like here i am right yeah but i got my hands on the the tba symbol for the front of the jacket and then what looks to be close to the accurate letters um and i have a cricket so i was like hey i'll i'll do that oh i was gonna say we could all just put yellow horns on our heads and walk around yeah seriously oh i i did actually yes last night i ordered um a custom 3d printed and painted uh alligator loki that i can wear in my pocket of course course. i I, i'm thinking (laughs) the 10th floor of the marriott is going to be the most it's going to be the (laughs) most photographed area of the whole convention we're going to need a loki exterminator (laughs) it's it's going to be it's going to be be insane there uh wow 
that. And that was the one that, uh, you know, was the easiest to get to because of the elevator, uh, you know, but now it's going to be probably the worst. Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, and we also have with us making a triumphant return to our show. Mary Lou is back. Yeah. Hey, guys. I'm so glad to be back. It's lovely to see you all again. And, and we are excited for you. Uh, the assistant director of media engagement and now in a new role as spokesperson. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I am I am backup spokesperson for the lovely Dan Carroll, whom I know you've had on the show several times. Oh, yeah, we love Dan. Folks at home, <laughs> you know, for all of the people who thought that we fired Mary Lou, no, we, we did not. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just, uh, you know, with, uh, with my role and um, picking up some duties as a spokesperson, uh, we just decided ultimately until there was something to say about the event it was better to say nothing and um well now there's some stuff to say so that's exciting isn't it so that's why she's back folks i'm here absolutely absolutely and we've missed you that's good yes we have you know we we you know we love dan but we are glad to have you here so uh, (laughs) much more pretty on the eyes much more pretty oh thank you (laughs) um uh later on in the show we're also going to be chatting with our our new friend of the station lisa bunny is going to be here a little bit later um but uh yeah the main topic is going to be all the crazy news and information that's come out over the last uh month or so since we recorded last and there's been two not one but two uh town hall meetings and uh, a newbies meeting and all this stuff that's been announced all the guest announcements have been crazy and i know that uh, you guys are are so ready to be uh so get your like uh drinking whatever you're using to drink your beverage is ready your shot glass is ready because yes there will be some guest announcements read uh on this show so um just in a little bit uh but before we do all that gonna get rid of some business we are a proud member of the eso network we have a t public store filled with all kinds of cool designs including a very cool one for the dragon con report podcast uh, there's a link for that at the top of the ESO Network page. Um, of course, the ESO Network also has a Patreon page, and we thank you, patrons, for all your support. Mike, is there anything exciting going on there right no, now? No, never at all. No. There's of course not. there is. Come of on. course there's there is. Of, I, I hear there's a lot of BS going there on. There is some BS. ESOBS, it's the new podcast exclusive for the patrons. Yes, if you subscribe to the ESO Network Patreon, you can get a monthly subscription to ESOBS, where the board of directors of the ESO Network talk all kinds of goofy and fun stuff. And usually they're bored and they're silly. So hence the BS. So it's actually a lot of fun. And for as little as a dollar a month, you too can listen to ESOBS and all kinds of other stuff. Our friends over at the Flopcast just uh, did an exclusive episode built for Patreon talking, doing a comic book review where Superman takes on his greatest enemy, a mockingbird. It's pretty fun in a Flopcast type of way. So you can always check that out. Please check it out. Yes, we, we do appreciate all the support that we get, uh, whether you're a patron or, you know, if you're just sharing the links or, or however you're interacting with us. We, we, uh, we love the, uh, to have you with us. Um, be sure to check out past episodes at dragonconreport.com. Uh, we can also be found on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whether you're listening to us via Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or even Audible.com, please rate us and leave us a review. And you could also uh, listen to you... us via our website. 
Yes. The DragonConReport.com. Yes. We have archives yes. up there dating back to 2013. Yes. And as I mentioned, be sure to check out all those past episodes. Um, if you Even would like ones to give us direct feedback. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you would like to leave us direct feedback or comment on our show, please feel free to do so at feedback at DragonConReport.com. So um, that's all the business out of the way. We're going to get started with some news and notes. Before we get to the guests, I think I've made this announcement already because I think we knew about this, but I just wanted to um, reiterate this because um, DragonCon did make it sort of official that uh, that the official um, charity is, uh, once again, Big Brothers and Big Sisters of Metro Atlanta. Uh, DragonCon is going to match 100% of the donations made at the event, uh, up to $100,000. So, uh, that is exciting and it's a good cause. And I think it was the cause that they had last year, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. but of course, yeah. you know, with the virtualness of it and, uh, we want to get, try to get more funds to those kids. Right. And that program. Absolutely. Yep. They're a great, a really great program and a, something we really want to support. So we've brought Big Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Atlanta back this year as our charity. That's very cool. And we will have a link to to that in our show notes as well. So um, before we get started with some other news and talk about the town hall chat, um, let's uh, let's go through because there's been a ton of guest announcements. So uh, so let's start in with those. And again, everybody get your get your drinking containers ready, your beverages ready, your shot glasses, because here we go. The Atlanta Radio Theater Company. The Atlanta Radio Theater Company has performed live original audio drama at at DragonCon since One the drink. very beginning. Raymond Carr is puppeteer and filmmaker who co-stars in the Jim Henson Company series Splash and Bubbles and is an ensemble member of the puppet improv group Puppet Up for Henson Alternative and Earth to Ned on Disney+. He is on the board of Film Impact Georgia. Erin Gray is an American actress best known for her roles as Kate Summers in the situation comedy Silver Spoons and as Colonel Wilma Deering in the science fiction television series Buck Rogers in the 25th Century. For over two decades, Gray has performed in over a dozen feature films. Our 2021 artist guest of honor, William Stout, is an American fantasy artist and illustrator with a specialization in paleontological art. His paintings have been shown in over 70 exhibitions, including 12 one-man shows. He has worked on over 30 feature films, doing everything from storyboard art to production design. Emmy Award-winning Rob Paulson voices some of the most well-known characters of all time, including Yakko Warner and Pinky of Pinky and the Brain on The Animaniacs, Raphael Donatello, the TMNT, Arthur in The Tick, the title role in The Mask, Carl Weezer in Jimmy Neutron, and many more. Tress McNeil is an American voice actress best known for providing various voices on the animated series The Simpsons, Futurama, Tiny Toon Adventures, Disney's House of Mouse, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, and Dave the Barbarian. She's all, she is also Dot Warner of the Animaniacs. Ooh. Most likely to be someone else by his high school classmates, Maurice LaMarche has been doing character voices and impressions since his childhood. DragonCon fans love him as the brain on Animaniacs, Pinky and the Brain, and for Futurama, where he does over 70 regular voices. Now, I'm sensing a theme here. 
Jess Harnell, named by the Entertainment Industry Varieties magazine as one of the top 10 voice actors in the business, the Emmy-nominated actor is truly one of the best and busiest. He's perhaps best known as Wacko Warner on The Animaniacs. Ross Marquand is an American actor that has appeared on film, stage, and television. He is best known for portraying the role of Aaron on The Walking Dead. His voice acting talents can be heard in the likes of Robot Chicken, Family Guy, and American Dad. Matthew Lewis rose to fame as Neville Longbottom in all eight Harry Potter films. He went on to star in Wasteland and was in the recent film adaptation of Me Before You. Matthew's TV credits include Bluestone, 42, The Syndicate, Ripper Street, and Happy Valley. Felicia Day is a professional actress who has appeared in numerous shows and films, including Buffy, Eureka, Dr. Horrible's Sing-Along, The Guild, Dragon Age, Supernatural, and many more. She currently stars in the revival of Mystery Science Theater 3000 on Netflix. Michael Truco (laughs) is best known for his role as Samuel Anders in Battlestar Galactica. Edward James Olmos is well known for his role as Admiral William Adama in Battlestar Galactica. Mary McDonald starred as President Laura Rosalind in the Sci-Fi Channel's hit series Battlestar Galactica. McDonald currently stars as Captain Sharon Raider on the TNT hit drama series Major Crimes, the spinoff of the series The Closer, where McDonald originated the role and earned a primetime Emmy nomination. James Callis is a British actor who is best known for playing Dr. Gaius Balter in the reimagined Battlestar Galactica miniseries and television series. Jamie Bamber is a British actor known most widely for his roles as Lee Adama on Battlestar Galactica and Detective Sergeant Matt Devlin on the ITV series Law and Order UK. The Brobding... <laughs> <laughs> Let me Absolutely. do it for you, Brobding Nagian Bards. Bards are back, are back for a Dragon Con reunion. They take traditional Irish and Scottish folk songs, mix it up with Lord of the Rings music to create a unique brand of Celtic filk. One of the most respected actors of his generation, Zachary (laughs) Levi, has become known for his captivating on-screen presence. He is known for his roles in the fan favorites Chuck, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Tangled, Thor of the Dark World, and as the titular character in the highly anticipated movie Shazam. Asher Angel began his career as a child actor in the 2008 film Jolene, starring Jessica Chastain. He is known for his role as Jonah Beck in the 2017 Disney Channel series Andy Mack and as Billy Batson alongside Zachary Levi in DC Comics' Shazam. Jim Cummings has done scores of voices from Winnie the Pooh and Tigger 2 to Darkwing Duck. This includes voiceover work in hundreds of television and radio commercials, movie trailers, promos, and video games. Chris Bivens has worked on a variety of projects from storyboards on the Belko experiment to animation on slot game Dragon's Lair. Along with his partner in crime, Joe Karg, they are the art collective Combo Break and have combined to take the comic book and animation worlds by storm. Tom Welling is an actor, director, and producer who is best known for playing Clark Kent Superman on the long-running television series Smallville. Welling can recently be seen playing the role of Marcus Pierce in the third season of Lucifer. Laura Diane Vandervert is a Canadian actress best known for her roles as Supergirl in the television series Smallville and Sadie Harrison in the television series Instant Star. She also starred as Lisa on the AB series V. Michael Rosenbaum has displayed his versatility as an actor by taking, tackling diverse roles. Equally adept at comedy and drama, he has played characters ranging from a transvestite to a crazed fraternity boy to Lex Luthor. Erica Durance is perhaps best known for her role as Lois yep. Lane on the WB, now the CW, series Smallville. She was a frequent guest star for the fourth season of the show, ranging 2004 to 2005, and joined the regular cast for the fifth season. 
sixth season and seventh season. Best known to fans as the voice of Duke Nukem, John St. John has brought life to countless characters for games, including Dotaz, Guild Wars 2, World of Warcraft, Sonic Adventures, Call of Cthulhu, Half-Life, Star Trek Online, Counter-Strike Go, and more, working with industry leaders and independent developers worldwide. Grace Rolek is best known for playing Connie on Cartoon Network's hit show, Steven Universe. You may have heard her voice as many characters, including Marlene in Final Fantasy's Step 7, <laughs> Louise in <laughs> Lou and Lou Safety Patrol, and Lucy Van Pelt in Happiness of I've the Warm Blanket, Charlie anymore. Brown. Yeah, people are, on the, people are on the floor already. It's okay. <laughs> You're asking us to translate Roman numerals into numbers, so stop it. Mark Pellegrino is an actor of film and television. He is best known for his work as Lucifer in Supernatural, Paul Bennett in Dexter, Jacob in Lost, and as Bishop in Being Human. He also recurred in the role of Clayton Haas in the ABC thriller Quantico. Jennifer Paz is the voice of Lapis on Steven Universe. She's an award-winning musical stage actor and concerter with Broadway regional and international tour credits, including Miss Saigon, Les Miserables, Flower Drum Song, Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, to name a few. Dee Dee Magno Hall is currently the voice of Pearl on Cartoon Network's Emmy-nominated series Steven Universe and Snugs the Hedgehog in Doc McStuffins. Hall's resume boasts an extensive list of credits, including theater performances, TV and film appearances, and voice recordings. Robert Chapman is a multi-hyphenate actor, writer, director, VFX artist, stuntman, fight choreographer, swordsman, with starring roles in Ring of Steel, Dragon Fury, and The Hunted. Emily Swallow is best known as the Armorer in Disney Plus' The Mandalorian and as Amara, a.k.a. The Darkness, in Supernatural. She also appears in SEAL Team, The Last of Us Part Two, Castlevania, and others. John Romita Jr. is best known for his extensive work for Marvel Comics from the 1970s to the 2010s, including Spider-Man and X-Men. He also co-created Kick-Ass and Hit-Girl. Woohoo! You guys yes. get a total thumbs up. Congratulations, guys. Hopefully, you guys, uh, there's listeners out there still awake. So, <laughs> But there's none out there sober. No. Um, I would like everyone to know that this is a cold reading event. No, of course. <laughs> Get the list, like, while we're recording. Okay, so. They actually announced today a couple of the musical guests that are going to be at the show. They actually announced that Cybertronic Spree is coming back. Woo! So is Jesso Lantern. Uh, Valentine Wolf and Marquia Vaudeville is going to be at the show. But those are just the beginning. I know there's going to be a lot more. I know our friends, uh, Miss Behaven Mavens, I think are rumored to be appearing at Dragon Con. And there's a couple others also. So it should be very interesting to see who we get. But we don't like talking about rumors on the show, of course. <laughs> Well, I know that they are, you know, there's big concern from all the uh, the purists. They want, it's not a convention unless Voltaire and the Crack Shadows are appearing somewhere, right? So, well, Mike, you know what I heard? <laughs> Do tell, Darren. What did you hear? <laughs> the, um, that was great. And, and yeah, they are announcing, they are announcing someone new almost every day now. So, um, I think in the first town hall meeting that they did, uh, about a month ago, uh, or a few weeks ago, anyway, they they said there's like 40 announcements to make, and they're still getting more more guests uh, that are are coming through and being um, registered. So, so um, it's going to be uh, yeah. Anybody worried that this year probably wouldn't have a lot of like quote unquote cool celebrities or you know fun folks? 
I think just that list there uh, shows that uh, uh, even if it stops there, there's still a lot of great people that are, are, are coming to Dragon Con this year. Or, you know, maybe just broaden your horizons of what you're fans of. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true. It's, like, that's it's true. a big variety so far. Absolutely. A lot of classic, some new stuff. And yeah, it's some really, uh, I think, great names. And I think, again, it shows, uh, you know, how fortunate we are to be in an area where they're, they happen to be filming a lot, you know, because I don't think it would be as easy to get the two stars of the Shazam movies uh, if we weren't here in Atlanta, right? So, because um, uh, I know that's being filmed here. Uh, but very cool. So thank you guys so much. Appreciate that. Um, and so, yeah, we'll get into uh, all the other announcements. And I think that, um, uh, you know, w- as we start with the news and uh, the announcements that were made in the town hall meetings, um, uh, by the way, Tony and his team that put on those town hall meetings are, are really well done. They're really fun. They're energetic. Uh, if you can listen to them or watch them, certainly if when they're happening, they're great, but uh, they also are, you're a- they record them. So you're able to um, watch them whenever uh, via Facebook, YouTube, I think some other ways as well. So I would recommend doing that. They're, they're kind of entertaining. Uh, not as entertaining as us, of course. Uh, but uh, yeah, sure. Um, but <laughs> anyway, a lot of times you could see stuff and hear stuff first there. I mean, they usually like break something uh, with exclusively, like break news, you know. Um, and they even tease some stuff that's coming up as well. So uh, good stuff there. But I think... Um, uh, Marianne, I want to ask you about this too, because I think first and foremost, the one thing, the main thing that people are concerned about is, is safety. And, and I know that there's not a lot of uh, definite information uh, about what protocols are going to be in place, but, but I know that, you know, from listening to everybody that we talked to who's registered, who's, who's related to the convention, they are taking it very seriously. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, DragonCon leadership is working with all kinds of local um, health officials, doctors, the CDC, just paying really close attention to uh, updated guidelines. Uh, And we're also looking at what other local events are doing. So um, like other conventions and the Braves and our local soccer team in Metro Atlanta, kind of just looking to those other organizations to see what works, what doesn't, what they're doing, um, and kind of letting them lead the way. But absolutely, we'll be paying attention to everything right up until the very last minute. Uh, But all those official safety measures will be available August 1st. We do know that there will be an attendance cap, and we do expect to sell out before the event. So if you're planning to go to Dragon Con, buy your badge. Buy it now. <laughs> uh, it, we, we don't know what that, that number is, is and um, I, we, I don't know what the attendance cap number will be, but uh, there will be a cap, and we expect to reach it for the con. The um, I do know that the cap that already is is configured in a way that includes everybody who's rolled over. So mm-hmm. anybody who has a badge now, uh, mm-hmm. who has pre-purchased a badge for this year or is rolling over from last year, don't worry, you're not going to get cut off. Yes. Uh, it, this, yeah. And I, and those people who are asking about one day memberships, um, I know they announced that one day memberships for select days will probably go on sale August 1st, but of course that depends on, you know, whether or not they've reached the cap already. So (laughs) it's all, it's all in flux still, you know, there's a lot of moving targets at this point. So, 
yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, I, I should mention also that eternal members are included in that number as well. In the oh yeah, right. Well. Of course, of course. Um, and I and I and I and I think it's safe to say too that even though they're making this uh, amazing like number of guest announcements, and some of us are rolling over as guests from last year. Um, I do think that even though it's not been explicitly said, I do think that there's going to be fewer guests this year. We are expecting that, a smaller uh, guest list. I don't have any specifics yeah. on that, but we are sure. expecting a smaller guest list and a smaller um, attendee crowd as well. Sure. But we are greatly yeah. expanding the online virtual content. So people who aren't able to come to the convention or aren't comfortable, uh, there is something online for you too. Yeah, and so, some 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 new stuff. So don't plan on walking up to the con and on Saturday and planning on going and saying, "Hey, I need to get a badge," or right. something like that. You're not going to yeah. do it. Or, or worse, think you have a hotel reservation and that means you're you're going to get a badge. You need to have your badge separate from oh, that. Exactly. And ASAP. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as we talked about in previous episodes, a lot all the hotels are none of the hotels are rolling over. So if you've got a hotel reservation, uh, you're you're going to be <laughs> you're going to be coming. <laughs> you're going to be using it in some way. Um, so yeah, I hope you have a badge as well because uh, you're going to need that to participate for sure. Um, uh, and now one thing I saw in the chat, and this sort of um, speaks to the safety aspects of it, and uh, I want to get the rest of you's thoughts on this too because I kind of thought it was just kind of this weird um, attitude, but there seemed to be from the chats in the in the in the room there were some people who were concerned about you know like hey i'm not really sure if i feel like going or hey uh, i'm not really sure you know what protocols are going to be in place and i'm kind of nervous about going or whatever the 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 consensus seemed to be the usual response from other people in the chat room not officially dragon con i want to make that clear this is not an official dragon con response but a lot of the other people i that were are coming were basically saying if you're scared stay home which in some ways makes sense, but in other ways struck me as kind of rude. <laughs> I think it's more of a matter that just that people are really tired of having or seeing the same yeah. discussions that we've been having for a year. And so they're quick to snap about it. I mean, it's, but you know, especially those of us that like normally have social anxiety and then this year kind of like made us feel normal because we're like, ha I don't have to, I don't have to go anywhere. I don't want to, which is <laughs> yeah. nowhere. Yay. <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah, things are opening up and going back to a con is a big step. Well, I mean, we, we've said this, but, yeah, like, we, we've so. said this on the podcast before. If you feel sick, stay home and people would still show up and share their germs yeah. with everybody in the, yeah. in the hotels. This year, stay home if you're sick. <laughs> stay yeah, please. home. And if you're not vaccinated, go get your shots ASAP or stay home. That's what I would say, not if you're scared. Yeah, you're almost getting close to being out of time for the cutoff for your vaccine. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking like, you know, regardless of what the mask policy yeah, ends up becoming like it it helped me out so much this year with like I didn't catch the mm -hmm. flu and uh my I didn't get like eight sinus infections yeah so it's made so I'm already prepared to like I, I've got hey I see a crowd walking towards I've me got emergency on, you know? ready to go to get pumped up before the con I'm good yeah yeah 
That that makes perfect sense. Uh, that really does make perfect sense. And yes, I, I you know I definitely agree about the whole mask thing. And I think uh, that was even mentioned. You know, like hey, some people might just want to wear masks because hey, they don't want to get concrete. You know, like it's not just it's not all about COVID. You know. Yeah, I've come home with concrete uh, ten out of it's eleven years, pretty it's much. So <laughs> it'd be it'd be nice to not have like it. Like when again. you feel that little tickle at the back of your throat on Sunday night, you're like, oh. DragonCon already is something that takes so much out of you. I mean, it's so worth it, uh, but it is a, such an exhausting, energy-draining experience yeah, that there's a reason it takes yeah, that, two weeks like, to, re- to recover. Even yeah. if you don't get anything, you're going to need a recovery time, and you put any sort of you know germs on that, and it's yeah, you're you're done for a month. Uh, you're down for a month. Um, but uh, yeah, so. Um, now, and, and I understand people's nervousness as well. I mean, I this is I have opted not to do any uh, conventions before DragonCon, which on the one hand was like, okay, because I'm, I'm saving DragonCon because DragonCon is important to me. So that's the one I'm, I'm gearing for to be ready to do. But the other part of me is like, hmm, maybe I should have started smaller first. <laughs> like, because once I go to DragonCon, even with the limited capacity, it's still going to be huge. Right. I mean, it's, it's like it's jumping into the deep end. Right. Like <laughs> our, our option here, if we want to go to convention is in like three weeks to go to an outdoor one held at Fiesta, Texas, Six Flags Park, where you're not just dealing with con attendees, you're dealing with regular oh, wow. park goers. Ooh, wow. And then vendors and celebrities, you know, are in like an air conditioned mm-hmm. tent. So it's like nothing about that. A Texas hundred degree weather <laughs> <a tent>. mm-hmm. <laughs> at a theme park. Well, also at Dragon Con, <laughs> we're still going to have people from the football game there, also because I know those yep. are going on still. They haven't canceled those, right? Right. And yeah. so we're going to have football fans from all around the country coming in. And and I would hope that they're vaccinated, but I'm concerned that there might be a, a significant portion of them that aren't. It could be just just being honest. I'm just concerned about that. So, well, I mean, I think we have to assume now because of the the, the statistics in the country that a majority of people still aren't. The state of <laughs> Georgia is under forty percent vaccinated. You know, come on. So, so yeah. So, um, like Mike said, um, if if you're planning on going, please like get vaccinated now because that therefore you'll be fully vaccinated by the time the convention happens. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that that happens and. You should be able to arrange that. So we do encourage we we encourage vaccinations here on this podcast. So, um, all right. So the other stuff that they sort of talked about, and you know, uh, I know that uh, Mike and, and Jen, you guys watched the the town hall meetings as well. So I'll certainly chime in with anything that stood out for you. But uh, the first and foremost thing that I noticed that they talked about was new merch, of course, because Tony Live was talking about the new merch. Uh, they've got some new 35th anniversary shirts. Uh, and uh, sleep pants, I think they're called. I, the pajama bottoms, I don't know what you call it, but they're these. Like... Yeah, I, I, I already knew ordered it. both of them. I knew <laughs> it. <laughs> I, I ordered it as soon as the time was awesome, over with. The shirts, awesome. look, the shirts do look cool. Uh, the, and their long sleeve shirts have typically been a nice, soft They're like three quarter sleeve, so aren't they? It's a, yeah, yeah. I so, think so yeah. right up your alley, Mike. I know. I love it. I. I'm looking at it as we speak. Yeah, they're, they're, they're pre-order, though, right? They're not, yeah, they're not really. Yeah, 
They said, uh, at least as of that town hall, they said if you pre-ordered it then, that the the plan was they would have it to you before you even left to go to yes. con, so that you could bring it with you to con if you so desire. They also hinted that we were going to get another baby dragon, but they didn't. Of no, course. <laughs> <laughs> Does it matter? <laughs> no, it doesn't. If they just said pre-orders now, you would be pre-ordering it. Now. You would already be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could. They could just show a little, a little it could shadow. Nineteen seventies art from D and D. Jen would be like, "Here's my card. Take it." No, yeah, it has to go in my pile of other dragons. I have a pile. You have a horde of dragons. dragons. Now there's there's yes. some irony for you, kids. <laughs> um, one thing that I was really very excited to, to hear about is that I knew we were getting virtual content uh, this year because uh, well we've already least, done some hello we've already, yeah <laughs> we've already recorded some and 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 for those people who are going to plan to be there don't dismiss the virtual content because it's not just going to be recording stuff that happens at the convention Mike and I have recorded several panels that will only be available virtually you won't be able to, you can't go to those panels because we've already recorded them. So if you want to, uh, not just for our panels, but if you want to uh, get experience some more panels, uh, some more events virtually, there's going to be a lot of content that's going to be available that won't be available uh, if you're in person. So I think that's pretty exciting. Well, plus it sounds like for those of us that are in non-host hotels, and you know, so we have to we get our streaming pass just to have yeah. DC TV. It sounds like this year we'll be getting exactly. more bang for our buck yeah, totally. with DC yeah, TV. Yeah, and I think the price is still going to be the same. I think it's ten dollars for the year. I don't think it's uh, American. You confirm that? Is that is that true? Is it still ten bucks? It is still ten dollars. Yeah. Cool. That that's a bargain. It that's is a, a bargain for all you get, <laughs> yeah. and you get they, streaming all the way until the end of the year, pretty much. They hinted that mm-hmm. the the platform may change. Do you know have any details about yeah, that? Yeah, current currently it's streaming through March of next year. Okay, gotcha. So you'll get it from September. That's even gotcha. better. That's that's amazing. It's worth it for ten bucks. Come on, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and everything. Because like the hotel I stay at is right off site. They do get um, the J- Dragon Con TV classics, but we don't get the actual Dragon Con TV at the hotel. So it's, you know, so the, getting the streaming service would be perfect. Yeah, there are some old panels I would love to go back and see. Like, just depending on how interactive it is. I mean, I know that all, all that stuff's still in progress. But, like, my first panel I ever went to at DragonCon was William Shatner 10 years ago. Like, I would love to go back and watch that panel again. Just I do believe you can. For old time's sake, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I always love DC TV because there are panels that, like, I'm interested in, but... Because of my schedule or whatever, you know, I can't go be in line for it ahead of time. So that's always really fun. Yeah, I. And, you know, I, I'm changing costumes ten times a day, so <laughs> something <laughs> on in the background. <laughs> I'm I'm either at my table or at a panel that I'm on, so I don't get to. I haven't got to a chance to attend a lot of uh, panels about with uh, with anybody really else. Well, so. I mean, the regular attendees have this problem too because you always want to see two panels that are happening at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. And cloning is not an option yet. Now, damn it. Well, also in the in the evenings, being able to see the costume contests, you know, through your streaming pass is also like that's one of my favorite things to do to like take a break at night before I either decide am I going back out for parties or am I just staying in? 
I get to okay, watch Okay, let, let's all assume that Jen takes a long time to make that decision. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did say that the costume contests, uh, the official Dragon Con costume contest, and the Masquerade Ball will be held. So they will be doing both of those. There will not be a costume contest at the aquarium. Uh, there will be an aquarium event. Uh, the VIP tickets are already sold out. Uh, uh, but there are there is a chance to get a couple passes via contest that they're running. So you can check out more information about that at DragonCon's website uh, or on their Facebook page. Um, but uh, yeah, you can still come in costume. They are encouraging people to that are going to the aquarium because you can not only the VIP tickets, but the um, general mission, uh, which I believe is only is at fifty percent now. Uh, so, or it it was at fifty percent on July eighth, but they said they were expecting that to possibly oh, right. sell more right after that town hall. Because oh yeah, yeah. So it. right, yeah. Good call. So if you're if you're planning on going and checking out the aquarium, uh, you want to make that decision as as quickly as you can because that might not be an option for you there. Like it might. And they did confirm they're bringing the pin back. Yes. The oh, yeah. aquarium pin. Uh, um, all VIP guests are guaranteed, or VIP tickets are guaranteed to get one. But for general mission, only the first 2,000 people entering will get one. Well, now. <laughs> uh, well, pins are huge, man. Uh, you know, uh, people like their pins. And uh, I understand they're coming out with a new, have they already debuted it? The new 35th anniversary pin, merchandise wise? Okay, that's probably coming. Uh, and uh, um, but my point was that, like I said, I knew that there was virtual content going to be provided, original virtual content for that, uh, which I'm very excited about. It. But the one thing that uh, I am super excited about, as a uh, guy who hangs out in the comic book artist alley, is that the virtual marketplace for vendors are going is going to be uh, available as well. So that uh, people who can, you know, people can come to the Artist Alley, see me buy my books, but if they can't get there for some reason, or if they can't even come to the convention for some reason, they can still uh, go to Event Envy and, and shop the virtual marketplace and, and, and get a bunch of stuff there. And uh, they said it was going to be available uh, a few days after the con as well. So, you know, if you walk around, see something and you're like, oh, but you don't get a chance to go back or, you know, you, you're, you're on that Tuesday or Wednesday after con, you're like, man, I wish I'd bought that. You still have opportunities to do so. So uh, that's awesome. Uh, the virtual the virtual marketplace was really um, successful um, for a lot of vendors for DragonCon itself uh, last year, more, way more successful than I think they thought it was going to be, and uh, it was more exciting. It was more successful than I thought it was going to be. Like I said, I I actually sold more things last year than I did in the in-person event the year before. So uh, so to have that option again, uh, I'm very excited about that. So um, so we will have links to all of that stuff, of course, as the as we get closer and closer to the convention, so that people can find the virtual marketplace because i know some people last year were like i couldn't you know and and i know that at the at the at the convention itself people are always like i couldn't get there i couldn't get there so now you can be like send them a link and go you can go right here and see it online um so that's good news for the vendors and uh and all of that um 
Uh, I think we've talked about this before, Mike. I think you mentioned it, but there's not going to be any fan tables. No, sadly enough, all almost all fan tables have been canceled. There's going to be a few individual ones still out there, but I think the majority of them have been either postponed until next year or just flat out canceled. I know for ESO, we were planning on doing one this year, but that got, you know, we, before we even sent in the application, we decided not to do it just because we don't know what the environment's going to be like. And I think Dragon Con actually took that trouble away from us. So it's cool. <laughs> so it was a plus yeah. right there. There's going to be some movement, uh, I gather, around uh, where uh, a lot of those, those table spaces are going to be, like the bands and whatnot. I think they are actually going to be in a different location, if I'm not mistaken. And, and which might make things easier on Brian Humphreys. Yeah, yeah well, not. they mentioned that he would, Brian was going to be back. Um, so um, I'm sh- When he said he's, he's pretty sure he's in the same area. Gotcha. Um, he, hasn't, he hasn't been told otherwise yet, so. But there's still a while. Yeah, ago. well, I think they're trying to make sure that there's plenty of room uh, to, you know, if not officially social distance, like at least, you know, spread out so that everybody isn't in as close corners. Um, so, uh, so that's, you know, and that's, that's another reason why there's not going to be as folk, as many folks, uh, as guests, because I know that there's a, uh, the walk of fame area is not going to be as populated, uh, as it has been in, in previous years. So, um, which, which makes perfect sense. Although there will be like still some stuff happening. Like, um, uh, there's some new, they announced some new workshops, uh, this year. Um, so that's exciting, including one, uh, I believe by, uh, magicians, right. A magic workshop. So that's, that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. I don't think they've ever done that before, but that's kind of fun. And that's a family friendly one. So, uh, that's always good to hear. Um, anything else stand out for you, Jen, as far as the announcements that were made there? Um, well, they, on the July 8th town hall, they, uh, confirmed that day actually is what they said um, that epic photos will be returning to do the um, prom photos <laughs> as I call them with the uh, with the professional celebrity mm-hmm. photo ops um, and we did get a kind of a tease um, that confirmed that there will be some after hours programming um, specifically during the town hall um, they were talking about the animation track um, but there will be, you know, some more of the after 10 p.m., 18 and over plus things to attend. Yeah, it's it'll still be, I mean, we're not sure exactly because it's going to depend on the hotels, but we're not really sure what the the activities are going to be as far as the bars or anything like that goes. I think that's going to be a, a, a call that they're going to have to make, that, that the hotel's going to make. Now, um, I do know there's some construction still going on. Uh, there has been some renovations uh, as far as I know, all of the hotels are okay as far as uh, construction goes. I don't think there's anything. Uh, but I do know that the escalators by the Peachtree Food Court uh, that go down to the Peachtree Center yeah. Marta Station are out of order <laughs> through September. Uh, so we got to learn learn a new way to go getting off getting so off down the, the, the ones to the <laughs> well, there's right the other side of the street still yeah the other yeah. the other side is fine one side is closed so you'll just, just come out by the other hotel that's right there the uh the Peachtree Santa Marta escalator um 
and elevators next to the, next to the Ritz are still fun- are also still functioning. Yeah. The the north side of that station is easier for the Hyatt, the Hilton, the Marriott, and the south side of that station is easier for the Westin and the uh, Sheraton. Yeah. So if you think about it that way, yeah, it kind I'm of just... goes under the whole path of the con, really. <laughs> All the years past, I stayed at Weston, and I still just always went up the same way. <laughs> Habits. We're creatures of <laughs> habit. It's fine. Yeah, I just I go on autopilot, and I'm like, this this seems familiar. Going this way, but now I'm staying by the aquarium, so I don't really don't know. You where. take a you take an Uber yeah. to the aquarium. Yes. <laughs> you, you go to a hotel and you call an Uber and say, "Take me to the aquarium, please," and they'll be happy to do it for you. No, I'm literally staying across the street. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm saying that's what you do, though. If you're, if you're coming from Marta, I would not walk that with suitcases. I would. Oh, I'm yeah. not walking. I, I would no. say call an Uber. That's what I'm saying. I just, <laughs> I just didn't know. If, I didn't know if there was a a, a no. Marta stop near the. No, no, no. 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 Yeah, that's as close as you're going to get. Peachtree Center is the closest Marta stop, I believe. So yeah, and it's like a mile and a half hike. Yeah, or but at least from there, it's downhill. Going back, it is downhill. Going back, <laughs> coming back. <Yeah. laughs> When your thighs are throbbing from all weekend. <laughs> I can true. make so many comments for that. Of course. From walking. Okay. Jesus. Yeah, I guess we've, we've walked down to that, that Waffle House by the park and then walking back to the West and always yep. sucked. It still wasn't as bad oh, as that no. Sheridan Hill. Nah, the Sheridan I've seen some yeah. so many people wipe out on that Sheridan Hill. <laughs> Uh, Mary, am I missing anything else that's uh, really important as far as the the news and announcements that have been made over the last month or so? You guys have really got it covered. You paid as close attention to those uh, town hall meetings as I did. (laughs) That was awesome. Uh, I mean, there's huge info, right? So, I mean, yes. Yeah, so... I'm a weirdo who takes I'm that weirdo as well. But, you know, I, I actually prefer the YouTube updates to, you know, when we used to get a, uh, you know, the progress report. Because you can go back and watch it again. It's the same as having a pamphlet. Just I think they're great. The it. town yeah. hall meetings are uh, – because people <laughs> learn so differently. You know, like I would rather personally watch a video, even if it's 20, 30 minutes long, about updates about the convention than – read an article but on the other hand there are lots mm. of people out there who would rather read a 10 page email you know than watch a video it's just kind of appealing right. to everyone and how they learn <laughs> can we get dragon con tv it's... to do a video like at 4 a.m and then <laughs> pipe that into our rooms at 7 a.m instead of the, the late early show <laughs> <laughs> nah they're not gonna go for that they're still yeah, they do that early morning show, don't they yeah, yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, late show. I forget yeah, what it's late, called. Late I know if I'm seeing it, I've show. done something wrong. I just know that's not a time of day I should be doing anything. <laughs> I did notice that um, a couple other things I, I sort of made notes of during the the 27th meeting because uh, yeah, there's been two. June 27th was the first, and then July 8th was the other. So if you want to look them up, uh, those are the dates they were released. So um, you can look them up that way. Uh, and July 22nd, by the way, uh, so a little bit of um, a little bit after you're hearing this, uh, you will uh, will be the next uh, will be the next uh, town hall. There also uh, uh, July 18th will be the first in-person volunteer meeting. So uh, so there'll be some news coming out. 
that week as well uh, with uh, to tell volunteers as well as um, track directors and then of course uh, the next town hall so so the information is just going to keep coming and coming and uh, you know August 1st is when they're going to you know, sort of lock down I think in some a lot of ways their their rules and procedures is, is what I understand um, and uh, yeah some things are are changing some things are coming back some things are not uh the film festival will not be there this year uh so they just uh, didn't have that kind of time to get movies submitted film submitted and all of that there will still be a film track but the film festival itself uh, will not be done um yeah. and uh and then one thing they talked about was that uh you know if you're a gamer uh, I don't know that there's going to be a 24-hour gaming space that's open to you all at all hours. I think. I think that's more about making sure the area is clean. Right. And well, that's else, yeah, like disinfecting and such. Right. So. They are going to be. Yeah, taking, it's understandable. They are taking yeah. cleaning breaks across all the con spaces at periodic times. So, so there will be times. Well, there's I'm also sorry. the. No, there will the, be times where. Um, you know, you won't be able to get into certain rooms. You won't be able to get into the gaming room because they'll be doing a deep clean. There's also, uh, like, I think the guy who ran Tokyo Attack no longer has it. And he's the one who, one of the guys who brought in the um, Japanese hmm. arcade games hmm. that made up half oh, wow. of the arcade. Uh, so I think he re- uh, he was one of the casualties of Oh, oh no! As he made a he made a post in one of the groups, uh, so, you know, saying he had just wasn't able to keep keep up with the cost of the upkeep of yeah. all the machines and bringing bring him over and traveling with them. Oh, I'm sure. Expensive. I'm sure. Yeah, that's all obviously evolving yeah. still. Um, there won't be 24 hour gaming in the America's Mart. Um, there we don't have official times for any of that kind of stuff yet, but. Um, for those of us like me who like to go to the game room at 1 a.m., <laughs> that's uh, unfortunately not something we're going to be able to do this year. But uh, plenty, plenty of other occasions to go to the game room as well. Yeah, the cleaning breaks, you know, across all con spaces. I mean, I, that's something that I think you know probably should have happened anyway. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 a lot of deep cleaning areas. Uh, I feel seen. I feel very attacked right the, now. Uh, what's going on here? <laughs> no, no. Look, I, you know, uh, the the areas. Now, I don't know if that includes the vendor spaces. Uh, if those are going to be clean, if those are going to, because those are. Those are those are not twenty four hours anyway. So I would imagine just afterward after hours they'll be clean, deep cleaned. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, because there are areas in the convention that you know probably should need to be cleaned. Uh, all Could you time. imagine a midnight madness sale in the dealers room? Oh on, Jesus, like, God! Sunday at twelve oh one a.m. Wow, yeah, that that would be crazy. That'd be horrifying. Oh, the smell um, alone, God. <laughs> Uh, they announced that Epic Photo, in, a, in addition to uh, uh, Brian Humphreys, is back uh, doing the costume picks. Uh, Epic Photos will be returning to do all the celebrity picks. Um, it'll be interesting to see, because they weren't able to say, but uh, how that's going to work in terms of, you know, are, are you going to be like close to the celebrity? Or are you going to be like, like <laughs> no, are you going to be a wide shot lens to take pictures of you and the celebrity? It's going to be a what? lot of Photoshop. That's what it's going to be. be very. Very Sesame Street near. 
far. I've seen some some groups doing. Uh, um, some companies have used these plexiglass sheets that they put between oh. the celeb and the um, uh-huh. guest or uh, uh, right, right. Uh, condor, yeah. and it's so thin that when that you see the final photo, you cannot tell that there is a barrier hmm. in between them. So they could even like make it look like you're almost touching like elbow to elbow, but you can't yeah. see that barrier. So a lot of the companies who are still out there doing cons and celeb photo ops have gotten very it's really smart actually. With very cool, they did yeah. it for Indiana yeah. Jones. Why not for con goers? I think I think they've been using that barrier <laughs> with uh, all the ones that all the pictures I ever see with uh, people getting their sh- take, pictures taken with William Shatner because nobody's ever close to him and it doesn't ever look like they're in the same space. <laughs> <laughs> he's not or he like, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not, yeah, yeah it always looks like uh yeah that's the, they're awkward um but uh um <laughs> but that's interesting i yeah it will be curious to see what the and i would imagine that's not just going to be an epic photos thing but also up to the celebrity too whatever they're comfortable with you know so, uh, but I, you know, if you're planning to get those uh, the photos, you might want to find out as much information about that as you can. Um, I would not be surprised if, you know, selfies uh, on the Walk of Fame were not going to be, uh, you know, uh, allowed. Um, you know, there usually there's a no photographic zone anyway. Yeah, I thought that but was a no photo zone anyway. But certain celebrities. They yeah, can, certain they can celebrities have been sort of uh, like charging for selfies, um, so you can get selfies there. Uh, but I don't know. I would imagine that I don't know. It depends on whether or not, or not they want to give up that sweet, sweet cash. <laughs> or they, the celebrity could stay on their side of the table, and you just turn around <laughs> could, on the yeah. other side of the table, mm-hmm. and both look yeah. towards the camera. <laughs> so there's, I, I mean, there were celebrities that took the photos that way at their tables. Before yeah. all this, where they still didn't want it's you to be that close to them, so there there are ways to work around yes. every situation. Yes, absolutely, and I think that's just yeah. In some ways, it's just going to be more of the same business as usual there, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, and again, mm-hmm. it's 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 really going to depend. I mean, I saw people in the chat rooms asking how much your photo is going to be, how much are autographs going to be. That that is a call. It's been up to the celebrities and their people, so um, you won't be able to probably probably find that out until. Uh, the day of. That is something that is always <laughs> been right. the same. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, it's not that's been not, affected that's not changed. And, and it's not yeah. even consistent from con to con. Like, I've looked at, like, mm-hmm. you know, conventions oh. that a certain celebrity is going to be at, like, in Toronto, and have been like, okay, well, that's probably what they're charging. And then a dragon, they're like, oh, no, they're charging this. Oh, so. I think the big one I saw was Billy D. Williams was like, no hand touching, no. You know, autographs, you know, you had to just grab it from his assistant, you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. It was like $150 for that. It's just like, wow. Yeah. Now nah, you just want the photo with the Colt 45 in your hand when you walk Exactly. It's all, your <laughs> it's all you need. It's all you need. I like to say photos of the ESA O crew will be free all weekend. So, you know, there you go. If you can catch so, us uh, before we get back to yeah, our room. If you can find yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that's all the the notes I have from the town halls. Um, you know, a lot of information on the aquarium. Uh, the aquarium has been through some renovations. So, uh, my, you know, according to the spokesperson, uh, John Walker there, 
Um, it's pretty spectacular. They've got some new exhibits uh, with sharks and a new baby beluga whale and, and all of that. So uh, if you're planning to make the Georgia Aquarium part of your Dragon Con weekend, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Right. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to seeing the changes. I haven't. I was gonna say, do you? Do you? When's the last time you went to the aquarium? Uh, I did the. Let's see. When was the last time we were at the convention? 2019. So I did. I went to the party 2017, 16, and 15. So I I'd taken two years off from it, uh, and then three years. So, uh, but once I saw the, you know. VIP passes include a three-hour open bar. I was like, well, hello. <laughs> you have my attention. You had me at Thank open you. bar. There you go. And, I, and we had already, we had already, you know, booked our hotel, which is right across from the aquarium. So I was like, you know what? This is the perfect year to go back mm-hmm. to the party. We You're are right, right there within the staggering distance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Total. Open bar yeah. and then stagger back. So. I think that's great. That is pretty darn awesome. But yeah. Yeah, they said they got a lot of new special effects planned for the party, so I'm, that is I'm awesome. excited to see what they have. I know from the newbies group that they did when they did their um, virtual town meeting that they do not know the status yet of the tours on Thursday. Um, they've talked, and this is talking to a couple folks from it, they've talked about smaller groups going out and maybe more often to get everybody out because they usually, you know, they go usually every 20 minutes or stuff. And, you know, so they don't know yet. And if you haven't been to Dragon Con before or you haven't been in a while, I know most of us haven't because, you know, but um, do the newbie tour. It is amazing if you get the chance. It's free with your badge and or anything. And it takes you around to all the different hotels and, you know, points out some of the key locations and such. It's almost like the walking tour that you could see on YouTube that mm-hmm. Darren and I did back Ages in 2018. Ago. I know. God, Everything's like changed over now. We should really talk about, you know, packing yeah. for con. You know, the usual stuff still applies, but I'm, I'm going to be bringing some groceries because we don't know what the food court looks like after a year of no one working in their offices for a year. I know some places are closed. Yep. So... And my favorite oh, place is closed. Oh. What, which place? Momos, the buffet Oh, yeah. Place. I figured the buffet was going away because yeah. people holding ladles is probably... Well, Yummy Yummy, Yummy Yummy survived. Oh, okay. So we have sushi. The, yeah, the sushi buffet survived. And Aviva is Well, I mean, there. the sushi is like behind glass, so no one's like touching everything, so... I don't know. I've gotten food poisoning three times Whoa. a year, so... Oh. <laughs> And you went past the second time to go back. I would try it different years. Yeah. I would like, you know, I, take a year I off. I have never like, had that problem. There, but I had a friend who had a firehouse sub that sent him reeling on Friday at con. He was in the bed all day. No, I, I have a ton of Ugh. ton of friends that eat at Yummy Yummy all the time, and they're fine. So I obviously just had a bad yeah, reaction something. or something. Yeah, right. But I've I know it's been confirmed that Trader Ricks will be open because I already nice. have a reservation. Nice. <laughs> And I know there's that new burger place that opened where the Mexican restaurant right on the corner used to be. Um, what is it called? Uh, the Whataburger or whatever it is? or yeah. the Wall- No. Oh, uh, Wahlburger. Uh, okay. Wahlburger, yeah. yeah. Is there now. That'd be something new. So Yay. that's the... Hmm? 
it's, uh, it's a new place. It, it opened and right bring, across bring from Bring some Hard cash Rock just in case you need to like get those hotel pop up buffets of the hamburgers, hot dogs, bag of chips, and a coke for twelve bucks <laughs> oh, or God, whatever yes. is going to be this and, year. Now just remember and, that there's you know, a Publix short. Uber yes, there is a Publix that is really close, but do not walk it. Drive Uber to no, it. No, do not. That's why I said a short yeah, drive. Do not walk that. It yes. is not a good walk. <laughs> yeah, and I know if, a lot of my friends are think, talking about doing Uber Eats mm-hmm. or, you know, stuff like that for, you know, getting f- mm-hmm. food delivered to their rooms. Plan on a wait oh, for yeah. that, even, oh, folks. It's it going to be, be crazy. Nuts. And you'll probably have to go down even to the lobby normal. to get your food from your driver. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So add elevator time to that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, especially if you're at the host hotels. Um, so the big question, other than um, when is the app going to be out, um, is uh, <laughs> stop it, stop it, <laughs> drink. Is, uh, what about the parade, um, Mary? What about uh, the parade? We are still planning on having a parade. There is no official um, word yet on whether or not we will be having a parade, but the plan currently is to have a parade. So we will see. Obviously, it's a moving target just like everything else, but we are making preparations to do it. Gotcha. I mean, I mean, technically, three people constitute the parade. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're working pretty closely so. with the city. Like, we do, yeah. do that anyway um, for the event. It's the largest um, parade that goes through Atlanta. So obviously, there's a lot that goes into it um, mm-hmm. logistically and working with, this, with the city and everything. So we'll just sort of see where the cookie crumbles on that one. Mm-hmm. Is there a um, is there a new parade director in place? I do not know the answer to that. Okay, that's one thing I I don't think I've heard yet is whether or not they've officially named somebody as the uh, new parade director since uh, they they lost um oh, man I can't remember her name now um bad bad but uh anyway um so I just wondered about that too so um but yeah so keep um. Yeah, well, we'll keep our ears pierced on and keep watching to see if there's going to be a parade. I would imagine logistically that, you know, that everything that they're doing, I'm, I, you know, last year I thought it was incredible with everything that they had to put together to make the virtual experience as good as it was. Um, and at least, you know, a lot of people were complaining that it wasn't the same and it wasn't exactly, but, but I mean, they did what they could and what they could do was pretty remarkable. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year deciding to put on a, a, an active event and having to coordinate with the CDC and the state and the, and the city of Atlanta and the police department and the five hotels and the other various spaces that are involved, um, I, I just takes a level of commitment and coordination that I can't even fathom. Uh, it's a, it's a project manager's nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, um, you know, the, all these people that are doing it, uh, most of which are, are not getting paid to do so. And uh, I, I think it's an incredible effort on their part. And uh, whatever we end up getting this year, I'm sure it's going to be, um, I have every confidence in the world in them that it's going to be spectacular. And it's going to be so good to see everybody again and, and, to, mm-hmm. and to come home. To come home to Dragon Con. Uh, so I'm glad that we're able to celebrate the 35th anniversary of it in person. Uh, that's going to be, I think, it's really special. In some ways, it might be the most special Dragon Con ever. 
So um, I think on that note, I think uh, that's uh, that's all the news that we have and announcements. Uh, Mary, thank you so much uh, for sharing all of the uh, official yeah, word. Absolutely. Uh, um, actually, I do have an update uh, about your parade director question. We do have a new parade director. Uh, their name is Ann Carter. Oh, thank you. So um, okay, that is all going to be taken care of, just like usual. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for that. Um, uh, so um, I guess without further ado, we'll go uh, to uh, meet our new friend, Lisa Bunny, and afterwards uh, we'll, we'll close out the show. And now we have joining us a new friend of the show. Lisa Bunny is here. Lisa, welcome. Hey, Mike. How are you? I'm, I'm all right. so excited yourself? about this. <laughs> oh, well, we are excited to have you. When you reached out, we were very, very pleased. Thank you so much for the, the good things you said about our podcast. We appreciate that. And and uh, I guess we'll start right off the bat. Uh, what is your first experience with Dragon Con? My first con was in 2006, and I had just gone through a really awful breakup. And one of my friends said, literally, pack some weird stuff. I'm taking you to Atlanta. And I was just like, what are you talking about? He was just like, we're going to Dragon Con. And I was just like, so first of all, just for like the sake of backstory, I went to uh, UNCG in Greensboro, North Carolina, and had gone to StellarCon a couple of times. So that was what I had in my head <laughs> for what was about <laughs> to happen to me. And then my first memory of being at Dragon Con was like, we, we parked and unpacked the car, and we were walking from like the Sheraton up um, like Baker Street, I think, because we got kind of lost. And just on the side of Baker Street, before you turn back onto Peachtree, there was this whole flock of guys that were dressed like the crazy 88s, like, running down the street. And there was literally 88 of them screaming, sure. like, arms akimbo with, like, katanas in the air. And I looked at my friend, and I was like, is the rest of this week going to be like this? And he was like, yeah, absolutely. It's totally going to be weird as hell. So buckle up, sister. This is going to be different. But my first con experience was so like intimate and quiet and then walking into the Marriott for the first time I was just like oh my god <laughs> what have I chosen to do with my weekend it is it is amazing and and I would imagine I mean man when I first went you know, all those many many moons ago uh it was a lot smaller than it is now so I, I would imagine and I was overwhelmed at that time uh but I've seen it grow over the the, the course of the years and uh, I would imagine for those people you know, really just coming on within the last five to 10 years, it really is uh, amazing, like how many people are here and what's going on, everything that's going on. Yeah, I always try to explain it to people like who've never come, uh, that if you've gone to any other con, it's not going to be like that. And you're about to be with 80,000 of your closest friends. So make sure that you like know how to interact with people because it's about to happen. Like this is not for the faint of heart or for the, uh, the claustrophobic, I guess. I don't know. Um, I've come to rather enjoy the closeness of being around that many people because of my first year, you know, you could still walk around, like you could still see the floor in the Marriott. (laughs) (laughs) Now I get there on Wednesday night and like go up to the polls lounge and look down. I'm like, nah, it's already, you, you can't even see the brown carpet anymore. Like, I don't know why we get so upset about it. Now, did you, uh, that's true. Well, that's a reason why we hide from, we hide it now. Um, uh, there's, now, did you uh, sort of engage in any costumes the first year or have you done that? Is that your thing? Yeah. I mean, I do a lot of cosplay and it's been very different from year to year, but like, honestly, the first year I went, I just packed a bunch of stuff I would have worn to a rave and like kind of went on about my day. Like I had like an LED hula hoop and like fuzzy leg warmers and like 
like crazy goth club clothes and like I didn't have a real costume of any kind uh the only thing that kind of got passed off as a costume was um I used to have like kind of short black bangs and I had on like a leopard printed dress and somebody thought I was Betty Page and I was just like I'm okay with that (laughs) sure sure that's uh that's great. And so did so did you sort of feel like, oh, well, now I'm going to uh, did you start planning out costumes coming out? Well, I lost that? my mind after that first year. Like, OK, it, it got to a point where I would get back from Dragon Con and then I would give myself like what I called a break until the end of Christmas. <laughs> and then like <laughs> as soon as January 1st hit, I started costuming stuff. Uh, because there was a couple of years in a row when I went down, I was making costumes for myself and I was commissioning them for other people. So of course, like, you know, you start like a million days ahead of time and like, you still are like in the middle of what I call uh DEFCON five <laughs> long about the first of August. Uh, my friend Suzanne calls it, um, uh, Oh God, what does she call oh, it? Like threat level August, <laughs> which I've just always thought was the most hilarious thing ever. Yeah. DEFCON. Defcon, uh, I guess, is, works as well. I think. Um, do you uh, now? Did, when you went in 2006, have you been to most of them since? All of them since, or just about every single one of them? Um, I had to miss a con, of course, last year because of COVID, and right. uh, I think it was 2015 because I had moved to DC and I had just started a new job, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't. Getting from DC to Atlanta is kind of tough, especially like right in the middle of a move. So I know I missed that con, sure. but, um, you know, I've been living in Atlanta since 2016 now. There's no reason for me not to go. Like, and I, I live like two blocks from the West End anyway. So uh, now I get to just walk the con, which is amazing. That is cool. That is, wow. That, that's great. You don't have to play in the uh, Hotel Hunger Games. No, no. My days of Katniss costumes are actually kind of retired because I kind of feel like 40-year-old Katniss is still a little weird. Um, <laughs> but I do love the fact that uh, I get to save like a month's worth of mortgage and just live in my house and just like walk down there. And it's um, – that's one of the things I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about today during the podcast is like people need to be really prepared to see a very different Atlanta than they've seen before. Um, there's still a lot of the um, exterior of the hotel's closed, so kind of be mm-hmm. prepared to walk around outside. Um, I've gone down and walked the the footprint of the con a la what you guys did a couple of years ago, um, a couple times now, and it's getting better. Um, I would definitely say be prepared for the shock of what Peachtree Center looks like because there's a lot of things that have been vacated out of there because of the COVID disaster. But um, be flexible. <laughs> Start walking now if you have not started walking uh, just to get yourself prepared for some of the outdoor activity that you're going to have to have. And don't forget, Atlanta's hilly. So it's going to be a little bit different outside this year. Yeah, that little stretch um, from hotel to hotel is up and down hills. I mean, I don't think there's a straight straight part anywhere near there. No. And a lot <laughs> of the hamster tubes are still closed. Um, I, I went uh, down really? there like maybe two weeks ago uh, and tried to walk around and like sort of catalog what was going on because I was actually like working on some stuff for my panels. So I was taking pictures anyway, but um, uh, John's hallway, I guess I have no other way of calling it, but, um, all those folks who'd like to participate in the, in the, uh, cult of John activities need to be kind of prepared. His, his corner might be closed. So we may have to move our shrine. Oh no. Wow. That would be sad. It would be. That would be very sad. They did sad. put the cutout back up. Uh, <laughs> What's left of no, it? No, it's a brand new one. Oh, well, that'll, that'll change. I'm wondering if they're going to put him <laughs> under like a Lucite box or something. Um, just to keep him. Yeah. They're going to have to, yeah. Uh, they're going to need a couple of him, I think extras. Um, um, as far as, uh, your experience going, you mentioned panels, you mentioned costumes. Is that, um, 
what what makes up your dragon con what what do you like to do what are some of the your what brings you well back? It, if the, i guess for like for the last 10 or so years it's just been like make as many costumes as i can and like go down there and like stress out for months and um you know make six or seven different things and like make costumes with my friends and then we can go costume in groups um and i really didn't start appreciating um the quality of the guest lists or the quality of the panel content just until, you know, a couple of years ago. And I don't know, maybe it's a product of middle age, but (laughs) I'm starting to really get into the panel part of it. Um, Particularly since now I have, um, I've been granted some of the blessings from the art show track to be able to do a couple of my own and just seeing dragon con from the other side of the hallway um, more from like the green room side, seeing what goes into it and how much work the track directors do and how thoughtful and how well curated the con is, has really changed my perspective of it being like nerdy gras. And I'm just going down there and like wiling out for five days and just getting crazy drunk and hanging out with my friends all night and going to a bunch of raves and like listening to bands. I'm really starting to appreciate the con for um, the beastly animal that it is where there's so many different things to do. And there's such an accommodation for so many different people in their own tastes. It's just, it's starting to shift for me and it's been really exciting mm. to see it from the other side. That That's really unique. I, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, because you, you do see a lot of people go for a lot of different reasons. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of different kind of conventions all at one space um and it is a it's amazing how much it is able to accommodate uh so many people and everybody's con experience is different i mean that's like the greatest thing is i have friends from very different walks of life and they come down and they experience their con in a very different way but um we're really lucky that we have a place that we can go and we can stay on the same footprint the entire time we get to stay there we get to eat there we get to walk around there the con doesn't close it's not like going to san diego comic-con where you might get to see one panel is you've got to camp out the entire time and you can't go anywhere. And like, you have to go home at a certain time because everything closes down. Um, I don't, I don't think people understand just how fortunate we are that we have like basically like home. Um, I've come to calling Dragon Con in the last couple of years. It's like an indoor burn. <laughs> so if people go to like Burning Man or like Transformers or uh, even like Alchemy, I always tell people it's like a, it's like a burn with air conditioning now. <laughs> and it uh i think a lot of people you know certainly realized last year uh when we had to go sort of without or go virtual um how much the con really meant and and how much you know um how much we can be affected by it because it uh, it was different a really different experience for a lot of people last yeah year. and especially for like for me living downtown just walking around on labor day weekend and just seeing how empty the city was still and like how closed down everything was and like um i care it's one of those weird words that's like on that list is i think it's like sonder <laughs> it's like you're in a place where it should be crowded with people and there's no one there like we walked over to the marriott and like I just kind of sat down and like, I had this like weird moment of like emotional, like bereftness because like my people weren't there. Yeah. I can't even imagine what that would have been like. It it would have been like sort of watching, uh, uh, I am legend with Will Smith. And when he's walking down times square and there's nobody there, like, it's just, it's just creepy. It was like being in a bad Jerry Bruckheimer movie. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, there are good ones. No, just kidding. Um, (laughs) um, I, uh, so, um, how do you feel about, you know, going this year? Nervous, but excited, I think. Um, 
I'm experiencing like this weird time dilation thing where like 2020 was simultaneously the longest year on record and also the shortest. And I really was just trying to like live my best life last year because like we never knew if like we were going to get COVID and all be just like violently ill 14 days from like any point. So I just didn't make any costumes. I didn't do anything. And now I've got this like weird con writer's block. So I'm I'm not even really making any costumes this year because I've got so much other stuff going on. I'm like, I'm going to be doing good just to get pants on. So, um, but like, (laughs) which again are not required. No, I mean, the pants are totally optional. Like we can Donald duck this, like we're good. Um, (laughs) But like one of the things that it's been really conscious in my mind is sort of leaving my pod um, because I hung out with basically the same people, the entirety of like quarantine and just between like walking the footprint and like starting to socialize again. Um, it's it's been weird trying to like get myself back into a place where I'm like ready to go out and be in like a huge crowd of people but I'm looking forward just to that slice of normalcy and like feeling my family again um you know like a lot of people talk about Dragon Con as like going home um and I definitely yeah. understand what that really truly means now like having a year of no one got to go it wasn't just me. So there's like no weird selfish implications about it. It's just like this, nobody got to go. And like, we're all just like ready to hug each other and like freak out and scream at the sky. I'd be like, we're a dragon god. Ah!" (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Well, um, and there's still a lot of questions about exactly how it's going to go down, but, um, but I'm excited. Do you have any specific plans for, for a dragon con this year already? As far as um, I think, um, I think you mentioned before we start recording, didn't you mention that there's a, you're doing a pre dragon con event? Yeah. So I work at Firemaker Brewing over in West Midtown as my normal day job. And I'm like our cocktail mistress and like bartender. And like, I, I do basically like Jill of all trades work over there. Like pretty much anything our leadership team tells me to do. I just kind of do it. But um, our owner is really excited to try to help people kind of get back into the swing of things. So we're doing this thing called Hanalee Land. Um, our logo is a dragon and like, we're all kind of nerdy people. And like, we, you know, have D&D sets like sitting in the, in the tap room. And like, we have a giant 20 sided die that we just hang out with. Like our sales rep wears one as a necklace. And we were all like, let's just have like a pre Dragon Con festival. So we're having bands and a dunk tank and everybody's welcome to come and cosplay. Um, we're gonna have a bunch of food trucks. I know we're doing like um, like carnival foods, so there's gonna be like um, funnel cake and like grown up debauchery going on. Um, I know we're gonna dunk our owner in a tank full of beer, which is gonna be really entertaining. <laughs> um, but it's an all day <laughs> festival and it's 21 and up. So if you wanna come in and try out Wiling Out again <laughs> and drink a bunch of um, limited release beer and limited release cocktails, um, tickets are already on sale for it. Um, it's over on Chattahoochee Avenue where a bunch of the other breweries are. So if you've done any of the sort of West Midtown beer crawls around that section of Atlanta, we are right smack dab in the middle of it. And part of the reason we're so excited about this is we just won number two brewery in America. And we were not expecting that because we closed down nine days after we opened because of COVID. So for us to survive and to get to this point where we're having this giant party and, we get to see all of our Dragon Con family that's local and do this giant festival. It's just kind of a miracle to see of itself. Um, but we really want people to like lean into the theme of it, like come in, test it out, see how you feel about being in a crowd, drink some beer with your friends, get some of this limited edition beer and like take it home, take it to Dragon Con, 
come in your costumes, test your costume out. Like anything that you have that's like a work in progress, you can come in and kind of see what it's like to be in the heat because it's going to be outside. Um, you're going to mm-hmm. see like how durable your stuff is. And I know we're going to try to get the cosplay medic folks to come as well. So if anything goes seriously awry, there will probably be there somebody there to help you fix it. Either that or just come behind the bar and I gotcha. Um, I will have my glue gun and all the E6000 you could ever possibly want. So so how can we find out more information about that? Uh, the easiest uh, way online. to get that is to go to firemakerbeer.com and click on the tab that says events at the top. Um, and that will take you to Hanalee Land. Uh, tickets are available on Eventbrite. They start at $10 for general admission and go up to 40 if you want the super extra fancy like package that's got like some swag and some beer and like you get VIP access to everything. Um, and it's August awesome. 7th. It starts at uh, noon. No, it starts at 2 o'clock and it goes to 11. Um, but there's definitely going to be a lot of debauchery. Just keep in mind it is a 21 and up event, but you can bring your dog if you want to. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Well, that's very cool. Well, we will have a link to that in our show notes as well so that people can check it out. Thank you so much for joining us. And we, if we don't see you there, we'll definitely see you at the Dra- at Dragon Con itself this year. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I hope to everybody Thank can you. get over to Firemaker and come hang out with us. And welcome back to Atlanta. We missed you. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Okay, bye, guys. Welcome to Dr. Geek's Laboratory. Hello, everyone. Dr. Geek here with a shout out to all the scientists who worked tirelessly to bring a COVID-19 vaccine into reality. (laughs) Let's face it, creating something of this magnitude is a miracle worthy of Dr. McCoy himself. And now, Dr. Geek needs you to do your part. Remember, each shot is one small step back to normal, one giant leap to putting the pandemic behind us. We can do this. For more information, visit vaccines.gov to find your nearest provider. There are a lot of great podcasts that review Doctor Who episodes in order. The Earth Station Who podcast is not one of them. Just like the Doctor, we never know where or when we'll end up. But we'll have a lot of fun talking about it. From classic Who to new series and big finish, join the Earth Station Who crew wherever fine podcasts are found. Earth Station Who is a founding member of the ESO Network. And so we draw a close to the seventh episode of the 2021 Dragon Con Report. Much thanks to our station crew. Much thanks to Lisa Bunny for joining us. And thank you, Mary, for returning. Oh, yeah. It's been an absolute blast being back on with you guys. Thank you so much for having me today. So glad we didn't scare her away. <laughs> Not forever. You can't keep me away forever. Uh, where can people go to find out more about what uh, you guys are doing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, DragonCon.org. That's got all the info you're going to need on it. We're also doing town hall events uh, on the official DragonCon Facebook page. Uh, we talked about that a few times, but those are uh, coming up more or less every two weeks. So that's a great source of information as well. Um, but like we said earlier, all of the um, guidelines as far as safety procedures are going to be available August 1st. You can expect a big update that day. Uh, and in the meantime, yep, DragonCon.org and our DragonCon Facebook page. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, thanks, Jen. Thanks. It's good to have you back with us as well. Always good to be here. It's nice to not be writhing in pain like I was last month when I couldn't oh, be here. <laughs> so horrible. Right. Hey, physical therapy is working, so I hope to be good. back to 100% by con. I hope so. Yeah, you'll need it. Um, uh, 
where can people go to find out more about uh, what you're up to? Uh, I am at the Blurred Nerds pretty much on every social media platform in the Blurred Nerds podcast right here on the ESO network. And of course, the uh, pretty much the semi-official group, right? So if you're looking, uh, sometimes people have a hard time following the app or the printed version of the schedule. If you are more looking to narrow your focus in on the fun things to do, like uh, dance parties, if, if they're happening this year, or uh, puppet shows, uh, band performances, group meetups, stuff like that. You can find us on Facebook at the DragonCon parties, meetups, and more group. And uh, here lately, we are also posting a detailed uh, recap of each of the town halls and announcements that the powers that be at Con are making. Awesome, awesome. I also have to call out your uh, really cool, like, lanyard badge holders. That, uh... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, those were awesome. Uh, yeah, those so uh, awesome. that's through Oddbirds Boutique. Uh, we make custom Marriott carpet, zipper, uh, pouch lanyards. We can make we make them with an adjustable strap, or we also make it to where you can use your own clip lanyard. But it basically has a vinyl window that uh, is a little bit bigger than the DragonCon badge size. It has a, a snap button, so it locks it in place so nobody can grab it. There's a hidden zipper pocket for you to keep ID hotel keys cash and a back pocket that fits the new size iPhone. Wow. Okay. So, and it can be, can I get one of those? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I want one of those now. You can go to Oddbirds Boutique or you can actually, I made a post about it in the DragonCon parties group. Uh, And in the Marriott uh, lovers and scavengers group as well so basically it's just you message me and i take care of the sale for you we gotta, we gotta figure out how to what is it one more time <laughs> uh go to the dragon con parties group and scroll down for jen slicer's okay. post and you'll you'll see the picture of the badges and you can just and, uh, send me a message and there'll be a link in the show notes as well okay. so uh <laughs> so you course. can go right there and uh yeah you know, we gotta we, work we gotta, we, you are going to be very well, very busy gotta, my I dear we have 12 left for this season and then we're done so yeah gotcha. oh, next, wow. for next season next year we got to work on getting some made with the dragon con report logo okay yeah okay i have a new embroidery machine i've been learning so that's a uh strict that's a distinct yeah. possibility so let's, uh, let's try to get that done that'd be cool <laughs> Thank you, as always, Darren, for joining us as well. Oh, you're welcome, sir. Anytime I can come along and add a little sparkle to your day. Uh, and 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 sparkle you have, especially last month. Um, I got to tell you, the response to our uh, Earth Station 1 episodes, our uh, two episodes on Angels of America was really well received. So oh, thank you Good. again for um, for headlining that for us. You are welcome, sir. Uh, where else can people find you? Uh, Legion of Substitute Podcasters.com, where I talk all about DC Comics, uh, Supergroup, Legion of Superheroes, and all the comic y goodness. And of course, here on the Dragon Con Report. <laughs> and of course, thank you, Director Faber, for which none of this would be possible without your assistance and basically all, all that you do, man. Hey, dude, you know, I just love, you know, sitting around and clicking record and hearing strange ladies' voices. It's awesome. <laughs> Um, anything on any of your shows that you want to promote? Well, you know, I have a thing called the ESO Network. It's, you know, just a couple shows here and there um, talking about all things geek and, you know, 
got some great stuff coming up. We, on Earth Station One this last week, we just did our report on, of course, Black Widow. And next week, uh, probably by the time this goes live, we'll be talking about ah, Loki. That should be a ton of fun. I think we'll be heavily um, uh, represented at Dragon Con this year, I imagine, in costume form. Oh, if I <laughs> I want to count how many Lokis we it, see. It, this, this may year. be the yeah. first year that uh, Deadpools are outnumbered. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> calling it now, calling it now. This may be... Or how many Deadpool Loki's are we? Oh uh, yeah, you know. Deadpool Loki's probably a thing. Yeah, and Harley Loki, <laughs> Mary Lou Loki, she'll be around. Yeah. I think there's, there's just going to be a lot of alligators too. Alligators. Yeah. And I'm, oh, I'm exactly. still expecting a horde of Agathas and Wandas mm-hmm. in the in 1950. Oh yeah, for yeah. Sure. Don't forget yeah. that division. Oh, of right. course. I want to see them do the black and white. It should be really mm-hmm. cool. I want to see a really cool uh, Captain America Sam Wilson costume this year. Oh, I am sure uh, we're going to uh, see That's what I really want to see. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Uh, if not, more than one. Uh, yeah, totally, oh, yeah. totally. Uh, we, I we try to cover all we can with these episodes, but to keep up with the latest news, as Mary pointed out, please check out the official Dragon Con website and all their social media outlets as well including their Facebook group, Instagram, Twitter account, Discord. Uh, Mary, how's that TikTok account coming with uh, DragonCon? Have they got that going on yet? (laughs) Uh, We absolutely should if we don't. That's a great idea. (laughs) Uh, I know that they reserved an account. I just don't think it's been used yet. uh... Oh, all right. I'll have to look into that. (laughs) What encouragement I can give DragonCon TikTok. Um, all the fan tracks are active on Facebook and social media as well. So check them out. Um, we here on the, on our show are proud members of the ESO network. We have a T public store filled with all kinds of cool designs, including a very cool one for the dragon con report podcast. There's a link for that at the top of the ESO network page. Uh, we also have a Patreon page and thank you patrons for all your support. Be sure to check out past episodes at dragonconreport.com. We can also be found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And however you're listening to us, uh, please rate us and leave us a review. Uh, if you would like to leave us direct feedback or comment on the show, please feel free to contact us at feedback at dragonconreport.com. We appreciate you hanging out with us, and thanks for listening. I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and it has been my pleasure. Take care, stay safe, get vaccinated, and we, will, we hope to see you at the con very, very soon. Bye. Peace. Edward. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to be back. <laughs> <laughs>